Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. You're in the right place. You checking out? Chip Baker, the success crowd. Conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles. Can't compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles. What's up, everybody? This is Chip Becker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today, oh man, truly, truly excited uh, to have this guest. This is uh, John Gordon with us, and uh, you know, John Gordon is an amazing man that uh, you know has several books that are that truly make a difference. And, and you know, I'm not just saying that, but like you know, in my life personally, you know, has has truly made a difference and. I'm so thankful to have him uh, on this episode of Success Chronicles. So thank you so much. Hey, thanks, Chip. It's great to be with you. And I appreciate who you are and what you do and how you do it. Yes, sir. Well, well talk to us about your life story, if you don't mind, kind of where you're from and how you were raised and, and track your story until now. Wow. Life story. That could take a long, long time. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, you know, in general. But, I know, you know I'm, I'm 48 now. I'm not young anymore. So it takes a little mm. bit longer to tell the, the life story. Um, I was with a few leaders the other day, and I, and I realized I was older than both of them. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, man, what is what has happened? I used to be the young guy speaking and writing because I, I wrote my first book, you know, in Energy Bus. I was 35 years old. Now I'm, now I'm 48. So it's amazing. But it's been a great journey. I grew up in Long Island, New York. And Mom was a working mom. Dad was a New York City police officer. Um, you know, by the way, I sound like this because I'm dealing with a lot of allergies, so people should know that. I, I came out to California, and I guess everything is blooming at this time, so people tell me this is uh, very common to wake up with your throat on fire and not being able to breathe. <laughs> oh, so, uh, but, but anyway, I grew up in Long Island, New York, and, um, you know, Dad was a New York City cop. Loving family, loving parents biological father though left when I was a year old so I had this relationship with him but not a great relationship with him mm -hmm. and then um, played sports my whole life grew up playing basketball and football and hockey and baseball and pretty much everything football in the street yes. you know, cuts up cut all the time boxing neighbors were loved the box so we had boxing gloves and we would box and fight all the time yes. I fought most of my neighbors on different ar arguments back then we would fight a lot so I grew up fighting 
not you know try not to fight now but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, yeah that but was something I, I i had to do i had to do growing up and then um you know with the cornell university government economics degree thought i was going to go into law school and be a lawyer but that didn't work out drove down to houston to be with my ex-girlfriend it was my girlfriend at the time and we um we were going to spend a life together after after college and it didn't work out and i drove back in my car broken hearted not sure about my future didn't know what i was gonna do for my work because i gave up the opportunity at law school to go see her and be near her and then i went back home waiting tables with my my parents living in their home and waiting tables at hula hands on long mm -hmm. island and just started contemplating my life and what i wanted to do and create my life and so i moved down to atlanta after um, a couple months at home a couple of friends came with me from long island kids a couple guys i grew up with went down to atlanta started waiting tables down there got a bartending job eventually opened up a bar 24 years old mm. was able to get a place got some investors together made it a successful place in atlanta and buckhead ran for city council lost the election Went door to door to 7,000 houses, went to law school for a year and a half, dropped out of law school, said, you know what? This is not for me. I, I wish I would have known that earlier, but, but I, I was trying to fulfill that obligation of what my mom you know, wanted me to do and wanted me to be a lawyer. So I, you know, I, was, I was going in that direction, but I realized after a year and a half, you know what? I can't do it. It's not for me. Walked out of the second year exams, went to go work for a dot-com, thought I was going to make my fortune. Didn't work out, lost my job during the dot-com crash. And at that point, I'm about 30, 31 years old, and I'm evaluating my life and what I want to do and, and why I'm here. And really, wife, wife threatened to leave me. I was yeah. miserable and negative and unhappy, and my life was falling apart. And she said, if you, know, if you don't change, you know, we're over. She said, I love you but I'm not going to spend my life with someone who makes me so miserable. Mm -hmm. So I agreed to change. And that began this journey of finding out what I was born to do. And that was writing and speaking. And so since that moment, I surrendered. A couple years later, I, I came to faith. I gave my life to God. I wrote the energy bus in 2006, came out in 2007. I've written 17 other books since. Um, sold over 4 million copies now, all God. And I get to do this work and make a difference and live my purpose ever since that moment. I'm glad my wife gave me that ultimatum. And now I get to work with sports teams, with NFL teams. I get to work with colleges. I get to work with Fortune 500 companies. Yeah. I get to work with schools. I get to work with nonprofits and hospitals. And I get to just meet an, a lot of amazing people like you on this journey, getting to do this work. And my mission is to help develop positive leaders, to encourage, inspire as many people as possible, one person at a time, to develop strong teams, powerful teams through the power of a positive team, and really just help people live their purpose and do what they're called to do. So that's my journey, that's what I do now, that's my story, and I'm still living it, still writing each chapter, you know, one, cha one chapter at a time, and one day at a time, and I'm sticking to it. 
That's it. That's it. Love it. Truly, a truly a transformational uh, story, uh, transforming lives, and it's good stuff. What are what are three things you accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Twenty two years of marriage coming up in May, so I'm really proud of that. That my wife and I stuck together and stayed together. Yeah. And we just now have an incredible marriage and relationship. So I'm so thankful for that. I'm glad I became a better husband. I wasn't a great husband early on, but I, I became you know, a better husband. And now I'm working on the great status. I'm really working on to be the best I can be. I mean, I, mean, I made her coffee the other day. I gave her <laughs> neck massage. I mean, I got her whatever she asked me to get at the store. You know, I'm, I'm working on it. Hey, I'm, I'm taking notes. Great. I'm taking notes, John. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm doing, I'm doing laundry. You know, I, I'm, I'm doing it all. So, so, um, so working on being great and proud of that. Proud of my two kids. Mm-hmm. My daughter is 20. My son is 18 and just proud of, again, becoming a, a really good father to them, which I wasn't early on as well. So proud of that. So those are my two greatest. And then the third one would be, would have to be the books that I've written that are making an impact. Again, I didn't write the books just to write books. I didn't write them so I can sell them. I, I wrote them so I can impact lives. So I guess I'm, I'm most proud. And one of the biggest highlights for me is to see that these books have impacted people in their lives and to get the emails I get and to hear from people and to know they're making a difference is, is really the best feeling in the world to know that you're impacting people in their lives. Like nothing is more powerful and important than that. When I die, it's not going to matter if I have money in the bank. It's not going to matter what car I drive or drove. It's not going to matter. What's going to matter is, is the legacy I left and the lives I've touched mm-hmm. and the people I've impacted on the way and the difference I made in my family and, and in people's lives. That's really what, it, what's, what it's all said and done. It's like, it's why teachers are so awesome, right? Teachers every day show up to make an impact and impact their children's lives and people's lives and their community's lives. And, and so by just doing that, at the end of the day, it's a life well lived. You know, just, and it's such a blessing. You know, as you said that, it gave me chills. But, and, it, you know, it made me reflect, you know, like I told you, I'm a fourth generation educator and just, you know, just seeing firsthand the difference that it made, you know, with my, my mother and grandmother and, you know, uh, people and, like you said, in the community and kids, when they see them, they just smile. You know, they didn't even acknowledge or speak to them, but they just smile, you know, and so just to be a part of that, it's amazing. That that positive uh, ripple effect to make our world better is awesome. It's awesome. Yes, sir. Well, let's talk success. What is your definition of success? I don't know if I have one. Mm-hmm. To me, it's about it's about significance. But success to me is is making a difference. Success is that you used your potential to be your best in the process you brought out the best in others. Mm, I love that. I love that. And uh, last thing here, uh, you know, my grandmother passed a few years ago. My, my son was young and um, she, you know, got to live enough to, to, to spend some time in his life where she, you know, who, she knew who he was and he knew she was. And, uh, you know, we would go over her house and she always had a fruit basket on her table. 
And, um, you know, she, she kept fruit. And every time we went over, that's the first thing my son would go do, go to the, to the fruit basket and get a banana. You know, she peel it for him, <laughs> sit with him. And, you know, you know, how's my baby doing, you know, and talk with him and show him some love, tell him to love him, you know, and, uh, you know, she, you know, she say, uh, you know, when, man, y'all got to take me to the, to the grocery store so I can get some fruit for my baby. I refill my fruit basket, you know? And, um, so, I, I, I say that, you know, use that analogy because, you know, uh, yeah, the fruit is good. The banana was good, but it's more about the love behind it, you know, and, and in order to give those fruits, it has to be refilled. What are, you know, you give, oh my gosh, so much of your fruit, you know, through your stories, through your books, through your travel, through your speaking, through, through all that you do. What are some ways that you use to, to refill your fruit basket? Well, I like that analogy. That's a great one. <clears throat> For me, to me, it's, it's taking walks of gratitude and prayer. I take a mm-hmm. thank you walk, hopefully every day as much as I can. I'll walk. I'll say what I'm thankful for on the walk. The research shows you can't be stressed and thankful at the same time. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling blessed, you won't be stressed. So just by walking and practicing gratitude, I'm refueling, I'm recharging. And then that walk of gratitude turns into a walk of prayer. I pray to God and God fills me up. He fuels me. He gives me the ideas, the vision, the purpose, the power to do what I'm here to do. So for me, it's spiritual. I need to surrender surrender god use me for your purpose guide me towards my purpose have me make a difference have me impact the people that you want me to impact show me the way have me to be a maybe an instrument of your peace maybe a conduit for your miracles Hmm. have me do the work that you want me to do and so when i'm praying and i'm practicing gratitude and i'm surrendering i then become a conduit for the greater power that wants to move through me to be able to impact and reach others and um, that's how I refuel. It's definitely spiritual. It's prayer. It's sermons. It's books. It's encouragement from others. Yeah. It's all of it. Good. Well, I'm going to go church on you, John. Amen. Amen, <laughs> <laughs> hey, <hey> brother. <laughs> that's good. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you again so much for taking the time. Uh, to interview uh, with the Success Chronicles, truly appreciate it. Uh, truly appreciate all you do because it is it is making a difference. You are a, a conduit, definitely, and um, just so thankful for all that you do and thankful for your time. Hey, Chip, thanks for having me. And I'm I'm glad we finally got a chance to talk and and do this. And you're a great man. Keep up the great work. You make a difference. And Success Chronicles is is a great name. So. It's, uh, it's got a great brand, and I love what you're doing. Thank you so much. Truly appreciate that. And thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.